Hi, I'm Dee Hicks, and welcome to the School of Leadership, leveraged lessons from high-impact leaders. For the past 30 years, I've researched the disciplines, habits, mental models, and assumptions of the most effective leaders. This podcast takes what I've learned from over 2,000 of these influencers and distills it into practical tools and tips you can use immediately. So let's get started. So happy Thursday. That's when you caught me here when I decided I would light uh, another enjoyable cigar. It's uh, Thursday at about 5.30 in the evening Pacific time, recording this in the early fall. I'm not sure when you'll find this podcast or when you'll listen to it, but uh, it's a beautiful day in the Pacific Northwest. Live outside of Seattle and uh, across the water from Seattle. If you don't know the state of Washington very well, geographically anyway, Although this state is in the news a lot, you might not know it geographically. There's actually quite a bit of water that separates Seattle from where I live, out on the Olympic Peninsula. It's a beautiful day, though. Just got home, rode one of my motorcycles home in the beautiful, crisp fall air, and uh, thought I'd sit back and uh, record another podcast or so tonight. So, lit a really enjoyable cigar. This one is a uh, Connecticut wrapper. Uh, it's a light, a light brown wrapper cigar. And uh, let's see, you know what? I took the band off of the cigar after I lit it, and where is that band? I don't see the band. I'm not even sure what this is. <laughs> it's about a 7-inch cigar with about a 52-ring gauge with a Connecticut wrapper on it. First puff. Yep, wonderful, wonderful cigar. And this one might be an Oliva. Yep, there it is. There's the band. This one is an Oliva. A great cigar. I'm enjoying this a lot. And... I poured, as as is my usual, if I'm going to record a podcast or have a relaxing evening, poured just a little bit, probably about one finger, maybe two fingers in the bottom of a beautiful Norlin uh, bourbon glass. A little bit of bourbon. This one is, um, once again, it's Buffalo Trace. This is the, the bottle that was right at the front, and it's uh, Buffalo Trace is an enjoyable Enjoyable, kind of a light, middle-of-the-road bourbon if I'm just going to relax and uh, chat with you a little bit before I get on with the rest of my evening. It's a simple cigar and a simple bourbon. They, they go together. They go together well. I like it when things are kept simple. Kind of reminds me of uh, reminds me of something my father used to say to me, and in fact, let's use that as the title of our podcast today. He used to say to me, keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> Of course, he was a very kind man, and he never meant that in a mean-spirited way. He's just a super kind man. But I remember him saying that to me more than once. Keep it simple, stupid. Or he would just abbreviate it to the acronym KISS. <laughs> I remember one dark fall morning, kind of like the mornings that we're starting to approach right now as I record this podcast. As I was growing up, when I uh, I was trying in vain to load um, this obstinate quarter horse we had into a trailer in advance of a hunting trip. And I became uh, pretty frustrated with that strong-willed, uncooperative, boneheaded beast. Everything I tried to get her to load into that trailer just made her more nervous and me more irritated. My dad said, stop, stand still, you're trying too hard, and she can feel it. Keep it simple, stupid. He smiled. <laughs> there was no mockery in his tone. 
And then he took the lead rope from me and rolled up the loose end of that long lead and tossed that loose end into the trailer ahead of the mare and then stepped back and tapped her gently on her hindquarters and she lowered her head and walked up the ramp right into the trailer. (laughs) I stood there shaking my head. I loaded the next horse named Casper, talked about him earlier, with a lot more ease. You know, my father's advice actually served me well. Although it's taken me years, or I don't know, to be honest, decades actually, to turn this into a discipline, I'm learning even at my ripe old age (laughs) to notice when the simple approach is the best one. Since we live and lead in complex environments and we're faced with pretty confusing scenarios that arise from convoluted and sometimes confounding trends, Maybe you're like me, and maybe you often assume that only complicated, multifaceted solutions will actually work. We think the weathered old knots that we're trying to untangle require sophisticated fixes, but it's usually not the case. If you're facing an uncooperative beast of a scenario layered with your own intense emotions involving passionate people all tugging in different directions, Remember my father's advice. Keep it simple, stupid. Well, I'll add with all due respect. (laughs) Perhaps it's time to apply these three kisses. (laughs) Here's the first one. Calm down. Notice when you're ramping up and thinking and moving and talking faster and tossing solutions at the problem without waiting to see if they work. Take a deep breath and step back. Identify the actual problem. The mare wasn't being obstinate. She was confused and afraid. My dad dealt with her fear by remaining calm himself. He dealt with her confusion by giving her only one thing to think about at a time and one thing to react to at a time. So calm down. Next, work with the momentum rather than against it. It seems that every problem has some sort of momentum to it. Pause and notice the momentum. Work with it rather than countering it head-on with your own force of will or personality or your experience. Even when someone argues with you, notice the momentum of their frustration and work with it rather than puffing up and pushing back directly against them. So calm down. Work with the momentum rather than against it. And then here's the next idea. Take small simple steps. Do one thing at a time, apply one solution at a time, and give it time to work. Look for what I've called the loose brick in the wall of bricks that you're charged to dismantle, rather than just plowing headlong into the center of that wall. Don't make it harder than it needs to be. Ah, Soon, sooner than you would expect actually, the problem is going to begin to budge. That brick will begin to move. The horse will relax and cooperate in her own self-interest. And as the challenge abates and then it morphs from a challenge into an opportunity, then you won't be so angry and frustrated and tired that you miss out on it and then miss out on the celebration too. The hunting trip was a success that we went on that week. We got a massive elk. (laughs) And I got a new relationship with that obstinate mare. 
Eventually, even riding her became an exercise in working with instead of working against her. She didn't flinch every time I came near. With her ears forward, she would approach me and nuzzle my neck and wait while I saddled her up for the ride. She changed because I changed. Simple. So, how about going out and buying yourself a bag of Hershey's Kisses? Put them in a prominent spot where they can serve as a reminder to keep it simple. Stupid. Or change the last one to solver. That might be more respectful. Keep it simple, solver. Something to think about. Here's to you. As I sip the rest of this Buffalo Trace bourbon, I'm going to kick back and put my feet up and enjoy the rest of my evening. I hope you will too. Here's to you. Thanks for joining me in today's School of Leadership. This podcast is part of the Archimedes Experiment, leveraged wisdom from the world's most effective leaders. If you're interested in more, go to my website, dhicks.com. Remember, my first name has only one E, where you'll find more short and helpful podcast books and blog posts. If this was helpful, maybe even share it with some of your friends. Have a great day.